Hi guys, welcome to Made It Happen Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hayflin. Made It Happen Podcast is a series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with young female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who've experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. So today I'm joined here by Katie, the wellness marketer. Katie, thank you so much for joining me here today. Can you just start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business? Of course, yeah. So as mentioned, hi everyone. My name is Katie Costa and my alter ego and business is the wellness marketer. And I'm a nutritional scientist and marketing professional who helps health practitioners grow their practices online with holistic marketing strategies. So I do everything from brand strategies to social media marketing and Instagram to email marketing and sales funnels, but ultimately working with my health science peeps to help them grow their business so they can heal more people. Awesome. That's great. And can you just tell us a bit about how you got into this with marketing and with holistic marketing in general? Totally. So I feel like, so my background like truly, truly is in science. Like I did my undergrad and my master's degree at the University of Guelph, both in like human health and nutritional science type programs. But I always knew that I really, really liked business and I always wanted to kind of merge the two. So while I was like always entrepreneurial, like, you know, I was that kid who had a lemonade stand, like on the side of the road, I was always like hustling for money, like, you know, babysitter, like doing odd jobs. Like at one time, I feel like I literally advertised dog walking services when I was like 12 years old, just because, you know, I was always looking for the next book but I actually I had like my real start in business I would say is when I was in university in third year and because of the nature of my program we just we had this class that was like all about product development for like the nutritional science industry and my my best friend and I we were in a group this group project And long story short, we developed a product that got really good feedback from like our peers and the professors and stuff. And we were like, well, hey, why don't we just, you know, genuinely turn this into a real business? So we did. And, and that was called Lynn's and Katie. And we made natural personal care products like from our kitchen table in our student house, but they were actually like legit. Like we, they were registered products with Health Canada and like, you know, I like designed labels and, you know, they were, they were pretty cool, but that like was, you know, that was a whole thing. It went well, but it was a lot of work as you can imagine to like be doing everything from like making product to, you know, actually fulfilling orders and shipping to like all of the marketing. But really like through that business, that was when I first that was how I learned marketing. Like Lindsay, my partner, my business partner, she was like the person in charge of all of like spreadsheets and organizing and formulations because that was just like more her style. And then I was left to like literally learn marketing. So I like built our website, learned how to do social media, all of that stuff. 
And then it was from there that just one person in my network saw what I was doing and she needed support. She was a naturopathic doctor and she, you know, she needed a new website and, you know, some help navigating social media and how to get more patients online. And literally that one client like snowballed into what this is today, just through like referral marketing. Like she just, you know, referred a friend who referred a friend. And then that was about like three years ago now. And a year and a half ago in January, 2019 was when I decided to like actually turn it into a business as opposed to freelancing. And I was still finishing my master's degree last year. So it's been like super busy time, lots of different transitions and, you know, really learning on the fly, but, but now we're here. Yeah. Wow. No, it's an incredible story. Um, how that all got started. And it's actually, it's crazy to see, you know, how much referral marketing can make such a big difference for businesses and how that's how your whole business actually got started. It's the most underrated thing. And like, not even that, like the, the lesson that I like to pull from the story of like how my business started is like, never underestimate the power of one person to change the trajectory of your life, which like sounds super dramatic, but like, honestly, if it wasn't for her needing that help in that moment, I like, maybe I would have ended up here on like a different path, but it literally boiled down to that one person three years ago. Right. And like, even so the way that I met her, I met her like five years ago. I just stopped her in a coffee shop because she was like talking about nutrition with another woman. And I was like into nutrition. I was like, Hey, what do you guys do? And we stayed in touch. Now I'm here. Like literally because of that one, there's actually, there was two of them, the two women who I met that day in the coffee shop, they're both fairly instrumental in like referrals and stuff. But the one doctor was the, my first like paying client. And, and yeah, like it truly, it can truly start from one person. Wow. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And it's so funny, like those little moments that do make the biggest difference. Um, and so that's awesome that that's sort of, you know, how it all got started and such a great starting story, I find, for entrepreneurs. So then with your own business now, you've, you know, you've taken into that whole business. How do you manage your time with that? Yeah, that's a great question because I'm, I... <laughs> And I hate, I don't want to wear busy as a badge of honor. Like I, but there is definitely a lot on my plate right now. And I, and I do like talking about this only to show people like what is possible when you are, when you're like taking focused action, because a lot of people don't know, but I actually still have a full-time job. So, um, literally up until last August, I was, had my business was working in a full-time job and finishing my master's degree. So there is a lot happening and I've learned to really run my business fairly like streamlined, you know, because you just don't have the time. But in terms of how to actually, like how to manage your time, like, and if you're someone who is thinking that, you know, you can't pursue something because of your time constraints, I, you know, lovingly nudge you to challenge that thought. But basically living by your calendar is like number one. Like my motto is like, if it's not in your calendar, it's not getting done. And that's been true 
for me personally. And, you know, a lot of people who perform, I want to say like, you know, are high, high performance individuals, I say with air quotes, but really having a, a bird's eye view of your week and knowing what you have to do to actually move your business forward. Because like you can stay busy, you know, for days, like you could do little things like tweaking your website or, you know, refining your social media graphics and all of these little things that can really like suck up so much time. But when you can really identify what are the money-making tasks, like what, what task do I have to do first to like kind of unlock the next level? Or like, if you have a team, like uh, I do, I have help. There's absolutely no way I could like have a full-time job and be growing a business without some sort of help. And you know, so oftentimes I'll be like, okay, what is the most impactful thing that I can do for my team that will, you know, empower them to keep going without me so I don't bottleneck my business. So firstly, identifying like what is the most important and then being disciplined and committed, right? Like sometimes, you know, the only time that you can get something done is like between eight and 10 on a Friday night. But at the end of the day, like you have to have the discipline to do that if what you're working towards is what you really want. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And those are definitely great piece of advice that people can really take and move forward like with their business. And I completely agree with that. And it's, it's, you know, about that dedication. If, if you want to get it done, then that's sort of what you have to do. Um, and then I guess with that too, have there been any sort of other challenges that you've had to overcome with your business and how did you overcome these? Oh man, so many challenges. I feel like there's definitely challenges almost every single day and that's just how, how business goes. And there's another cliche statement that I actually really like and it pertains to challenges. And the quote is new levels, new devils. And it's the idea that like, no matter what challenges like you unlock and like when you, you know, you keep moving up through the phases of your business. It's like you just unlock new challenges and like the new challenges come at every, every level has its own challenges. But the biggest ones for me, I mean, time, like for myself, like time is such an asset, right? And like I said, when I was starting my business, I was still in a full-time graduate program, like doing my, my master's of science. And I started working full-time in April, 2019. So for that whole summer, like until the end of August, I was like literally working full time and commuting an hour to work, trying to like grow my business and also trying to finish my education. So like having that discipline and, you know, actually finding the time to get it done and then keeping the balance with your, with your life is, was really challenging. And it's still something that I do struggle with like hundred percent, especially like as entrepreneurs, like you are, you know, you just, you have a vision and you are probably doing something because you're super passionate about what you're doing. And it can be like really difficult to, to like not lose that, that balance. And that's something like I've battled with and still battle with because business is such a big part of your life, but it's such a struggle to not let it be your entire life it's not necessarily one challenge as I met, uh, as your question asked, but it's like the biggest ongoing challenge that I think a lot of people, especially if you're starting a business like as a side hustle and then like, you know, hoping to phase out your full-time job, it's like, well, at some point 
you know, you have to be putting in the work to bring your business to a full-time job before you leave your full-time job, which is hard, right? It's like literally having two full-time jobs. Yeah, absolutely. No, I can, I can only imagine. And I mean, especially, you know, like you said, on top of that, when you're, you were doing school, you were owning your own business as well as working full-time. So I definitely think that's a challenge that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs go through and it's just sort of how, how you manage that. And then with that, I guess, when you were first starting out your business and now looking back, you said it was about three years ago. If you could, what's one thing you would say to yourself back then when you were starting your business? Yeah, I think what I would tell myself starting as a freelancer is different than like as a business owner. So I mean, I probably would have said one, don't be afraid to charge people money. Like that is huge. And I feel like it's such like a limiting belief for people, especially when you're just starting out. Like if you're providing a service to someone, if you are making their lives easier or better, or you're helping them get a result that they want, like that's worth something, you know? And it's just because you don't necessarily have like a lot of experience or you're just starting out, like doesn't mean that you should ever be giving anything away for free. Not that I necessarily did that, but I think I could have, you know, not been so modest. And I feel like, especially as like women, that's something that we struggle with more than dudes, just because like we're the way that we're brought up in society, like it's just different. So I would say that's something I would say to my freelancer self. And then in terms of what I would say to the business self is that like, don't like try and solidify everything before you get started. Because once you get started, you're going to want to change everything, which is literally the story of my life. I like launched my business in January, 2019 with a completely different name. It was not the wellness marketer. It was like a completely different business structure. I thought I wanted to run like a creative agency and keep mainly doing like websites and like social media, like graphic design and support. And it wasn't really that marketing centric. So, you know, I like built a whole website, like did all these things, printed expensive business cards. And then six months later I was like, oh, I think I kind of want to go in a different direction, which is going to result in a name change, which is going to result in me like rebuilding everything that I was just building for the last six months. So start now, like start before you're ready and like, don't try and get everything in order before you start. Because like I said, once you start, you're going to have so much more clarity around what you actually want to do and like the direction that you want to go in. Yeah, absolutely. And so with that, if you don't mind sharing sort of what prompted you to make that change with that business that you first started out with, with the sort of the more creative agency and then, you know, pivoting it to almost a whole new company. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And fun fact, there's actually another name change and direction in between, you know, that change and where I am now. So I will, I will take you through this, but I think it's actually a really good story for people or just like a situation for people to understand because overall I feel like entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs, like we're so freaking hard on ourselves, you know, and like we want everything to be perfect, but regardless, this kind of busts through all of that. So I'll, I'll just tell it from the beginning, but So yes, I had most of my experience as a freelancer, like was in the design space. It wasn't, not that I'm a graphic designer by any means, but like I said, like building websites, helping with like Canva graphics for social media, 
and like actually just like kind of being like a marketing assistant, but like really social media and website focused. And it wasn't until I feel like I started working at my job, which is like actually really aligned. It's a marketing management job for a company in the nutraceutical industry. So I got more and more into like marketing strategy. And I just realized that like as myself, as a professional, like I wanted to build my own personal brand. And I was like, okay, but if I'm running this like agency style thing, that's not really a space for me to be a personal brand. And it felt like I had to have two separate things. And I was trying to build two things at once. And I was like, okay, this seems like just too much, right? Like, why would I like do less? <laughs> you know, like that's like my motto. Like what is the least amount of work we can do right now to like get the desired result? I was like, okay, I want to move away from creative and I want to be more about marketing. So then about six months in, I was like, okay, I'm going to change my name from White Oak Creative Co to Costa Marketing because Costa is my last name. And I was like, I still want to run like an agency style thing, but I want it to be more marketing focused. I'm just going to make the change and like do it and it'll be fine. And then that's when I really had the thoughts around, okay, well, I'm still building, you know, two separate things as like a marketing agency. I'm not going to show up as myself on stories and like share like my personal day to day. And it just felt really disjointed, like from me. And I feel like, especially as like a service provider and a like just young entrepreneur, like I wanted to be the face of my brand and like even clients will almost always work with you as a service provider because they want to work with you, you know, as the individual, as the person and your personality and your skills. So I was like, okay, like I just need to embody this in my marketing and in the way that I show up online because like your personality is your superpower for your brand and like the way like that's what people connect with right like and people want to spend money with people that they know like and trust and that they feel connected to so it was just really important for me to figure out how the heck i could show up as me and like promote me as opposed to just promoting an entity of like the business so from there i literally just had this like I want to say intuitive download, just the name like came to me. I was like, you know what, like how do I combine the marketing and me and literally the name just came to me and I was like, boom, it's the wellness marketer. And that's what it has to be. So like literally six weeks after I had just changed everything to cost of marketing, I was like, no, 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 this is still not what I want. And so I just did it and I hadn't even finished switching everything over to cost of marketing. Like my website was still in shambles. I still don't even have a finished website. Um, and that was like in the fall. So we're coming up like almost on a year of that name change. But what I can honestly say is that it is so much more aligned. My brand has like really grown like a much faster pace. Like from when I made that change. And I just wanted to like use that to remind people that like, it's okay to change your mind. And it's actually good because like when you feel inspired to do something like that, like, you know, change directions, it's usually for, for a good reason. Right. And if I was just like stuck in my ways of being like, Oh, well, you know, I just changed my name. Like how stupid would that be? Like, you know, I wouldn't be in this position right now. And I truly don't think it would have, you know, I wouldn't be seeing the same level of success that I'm seeing right now if I didn't 
make, do something scary and make, you know, not one, but two changes, like literally within eight months of starting a business. But it was like, honestly, the most effective thing I could have ever done, like to grow my business was to just actually feel aligned with like what you're doing and how you're showing up because you show up different, your energy is different. People feel that, uh, I truly believe that, but but yeah, so that, that was like the first six to eight months of my business of just even figuring out what the heck my business is. Yeah, no, that's definitely a great story. And thank you for sharing that. Cause I think there was, you know, so many great points there too, about how it, it is you that people are investing in. And so you want to be able to show that personality and also that, you know, it is okay if, if it doesn't seem like this is what you want, it's okay to change it. And like, it's your business. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's really great. And, you know, for people to learn from, and then going on from that too, with marketing trends and, you know, staying on top of everything, it's like you, you always seem to be one step ahead of the next marketing trend, you know, with your clients, like following along on Instagram and everything. How do you stay on top of all this and, you know, figuring out what metrics and what pieces work best for your clients? Yeah. So I feel like, so that's like kind of twofold, twofold there. So, I mean, in terms of staying on top of things, industry media websites are really awesome. And I'm just using that as an example of like across the board, like for myself, like I, because Instagram marketing is a big part of my brand and my services, I follow accounts and not only accounts, but like their brands online, like later.com and Planoly, like these services that are actually partnered with Instagram, like their official partners of the company, they are all, they are the ones who's one step ahead, to be honest. And then I just keep up with them online because it's in their best interest to empower their customers to like better use their apps. But the same thing, you know, can be applied to any industry of like, you know, who are the leading companies out there for or just media websites, apps, accounts on social media. And, you know, how can you learn from them? Like, I'm a big believer that like no idea is truly unique. Like every idea is a spinoff of a compilation of, you know, information that you've already, that you've borrowed from other people, basically. So I think that's something that people don't realize. It's like, you're not meant to be coming up with brand new strategies and brand new tactics or approaches like out of thin air, because that doesn't exist. Your knowledge and everything is built on the evolution of other people's ideas. So I just like to kind of acknowledge that because imposter syndrome is so real, you know, and I feel like that's something people struggle with. It's like, oh, well, I don't know this intuitively. It's like, you're not supposed to know it intuitively. <laughs> you're supposed to learn it, learn it from other people and then, you know, tweak it to be your own. But that is one really big piece, just, you know, being well-read. I like to read books, uh, listen to podcasts, again, other industry experts who are like doing the things that you want to be doing like unofficial mentors. Like I believe that you can be quote unquote mentored by people that you don't even know just by, you know, reading their books and following their podcasts and following them on social and uh, really like listening to what they have to say and then using their ideas and their approaches to help mold like what you're already doing. Right. And just like kind of keep on refining. So that's one thing. And then in terms of actually like 
you have to just be out there doing the work. Like, you know, like I beta test everything on my own account first. Like whenever something I feel like new comes out or I just am trying like a new strategy, then I will almost always try and implement it on my account a few times. So starting there because, and maybe that's like the science in me, but like truly like experimenting is such a great way to find out what works, but then also being really clear on what the goals are, which sounds kind of frou-frou, but this is actually super important because you need to have like a really, really clear understanding. And this goes for like any business service. Like if you are launching a business or you want to launch a business, you know, whether it's social media marketing or anything else under the sun, it's like really understanding what your client wants to achieve from working with you. So it's like, are you making their life easier? As I, you know, previously I rang off a couple of things like that, but like, you know, what results are they trying to get? What's the transformation that you're trying to help them experience? For me, it's like, I want my clients after that we're done working together to feel super confident in how they show up online, to feel like they have the skills and the know-how to like make sales on social media and, you know, things like that. But I really understand what their goals are at the beginning. And then from there, you can reverse engineer an action plan that's going to get you from A to B. But if you don't know what B is, then you'll never put together an effective roadmap because like, you don't know where you're trying to end up. Like, especially if it's just general, like you're trying to go in like X direction. It's like, well, why are you trying to go in that direction? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, those are definitely great pieces of advice. And I think, you know, can definitely be applied to any business in any industry. So thank you for sharing that. Um, And I know you said with marketing your business and gaining those clients, a lot of it was referral marketing. Is there any other ways that you market your company and gain those clients? Oh, definitely. Like we, you got to be coming at it from all angles. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I feel like I definitely got my start in referral marketing and that is a really common way that people like actually, you know, start their businesses. So don't underestimate that in terms of helping like you to get more referrals, like just quickly here, um, making sure that your client experience is really, really awesome. So really taking the time to make sure that that client feels super appreciated, that you're following up with them in a timely manner, and also that they're just satisfied with your work, right? Because if they're not happy, then they're not going to refer. So even if it's something uh, along the lines of, you know, like maybe they're not totally satisfied with something that you did, um, always go out of your way, like to rectify the situation, to you know, go above and beyond, especially for those first few clients, because the power of referrals is so strong. The second thing for me that like is, well, I've also been putting a lot of effort into it, but has been going really well is if you have any sort of like personal brand or business, I would highly recommend being on Instagram just because it's such a great place to build those connections with people. Um, You know, not only like being just connected like with new people and like meeting them, but also building that relationship long-term. I've had quite a few people like that are active clients, like genuinely just find me through the app and then through posting really engaging and really valuable content and showing up as myself and, you know, being relatable, then it's just natural. It was just like a natural evolution of 
you know, building connections and relationships with people online. And a lot of, as long as you're also being strategic and like inviting people to work with you or inviting people from Instagram to like take the next step, which is often the missing link when I'm working with my clients. And then also like getting in front of other people's audiences. Like that's another, another big one. And it's kind of related to social media, but it could be applied to things that aren't social as well. Uh, but like, if you, like, you know, like there's another business, like even a local business that, you know, kind of serves a similar audience to you, figuring out like how you can collaborate with them and how you can serve their audience, you know, whether it's just like a free social, like some sort of social training or a freebie or like getting your products in someone else's store, like just the idea of like, okay, like how can I, how can I connect with someone else and collaborate and, you know, get more eyes on my business from someone else's business, as opposed to just, you know, building your own audience. Yeah, absolutely. Those are definitely some great ways. And I know we're sort of getting near the end here, wrapping up for time, but do you want to just tell our listeners where they can find you or your business online? Yeah, of course. So I, Instagram is like my vice of choice. So you can follow me on Instagram at the wellness marketer and I have tons of awesome marketing tips and little bouts of inspiration. I like to think, uh, in there. And my website is still under construction, but hopefully that will be up in a couple of weeks. So maybe by the time that this episode is done, but that's uh, at thewellnessmarketer.ca. And once that is complete, you'll be able to find more info about like my services and stuff. But I have a podcast too, the Wellness Marketer podcast, super easy on Spotify and iTunes as well. If you wanted to uh, learn more about marketing and business and all those other good things. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that information. And do you just have any final thoughts for our listeners? Hmm. Yes, I do. <laughs> I always have thoughts. I love talking. So I'm like, <laughs> let's go. Um, people who are like interested in starting a business, I, I highly recommend like just start really like you can get, it's so easy to get wrapped up in your own head and to think of all of the reasons why you can't do something. And, you know, I just, I want to challenge you. I want you to challenge yourself and like, you know, ask yourself, why not start now? Like you really, you don't need to have all the pieces figured out. You don't even need a website or an Instagram or nothing. Like all you need to do is figure out how you are going to help somebody like, what again what transformation that you want to help someone achieve whether you're a nutritionist and or a social media manager or like a freaking dog walker like literally just understanding like how your service benefits your client is all that you need to know and then just start having conversations with people like your friends your family your network even like just posting on your personal facebook but it really, in my case, like your business can really just start from connecting with one person from that, that one really impactful person. So never underestimate that. And yeah, get started before you're ready because you're never going to feel ready. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.